One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Bet MGM welcomes you with a special offer on the NBA. Simply place a $10 money line wager on today's game. If either team hits a three-pointer, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. Just use bonus code CHAMPION200 when you make your bet. BetMGM is proud to be an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. And there's endless ways to make it rain with the king of sportsbooks. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code CHAMPION200 to win $200 in free bets if a three-pointer is made in today's game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. and Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. And here we go again. Hey, folks, and welcome to today's Miller Frost Show. I am your host, Miller Frost, joined, as always, by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. And I hope you folks are having a grand gay old time this weekend. I know you kids out on racist Martha's Vineyard. I have no doubt that with Hurricane Henry barreling down on your racist enclave, You folks are, if you're not already, you're about to have a grand gay old time in a couple of hours. And don't you worry, all you good woke folk out there. I have little to no doubt that the Obamas, they have vacated racist Martha's Vineyard, gone to one of their other houses to ride that one out. And I know you queens out there in L.A. and San Diego... I'm sure you're having a grand gay old time this weekend, but Miller Frost is rolling into town on Thursday. So you girls in L.A. better buckle up. I am rolling into town, and I have no doubt that I will be dragged to a, well, at least one or two of those bars in West Hollywood. Not like it would take a lot of arm twisting. Don't get me wrong, folks. But I am sure that I will be out, not out and about too late, You know me, folks. I like to be in bed by 9 o'clock, but I will definitely go out and have a marginally grand gay old time, at least for a couple of hours. Wouldn't that be awkward, white boy Malcolm X, if I'm out at, say, I don't even know what bars are even still out there. I would say the Abbey, but the last time I was in the Abbey, it had been overrun by dopey straight chicks from the Valley. Nothing worse than going to a gay bar and it's filled with drunk 20-something straight chicks from the San Fernando Valley. They're all, yep, 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 yep. 
screeching like banshees. I'm like, I'm gay. The last thing I want to do is hang out in a bar with a bunch of drunk, straight chicks yapping, yap, 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 yapping on. But that's the only bar I can think of at the moment. But can you imagine, white boy Malcolm X, if I'm over at the Abbey, I'm ordering myself a drink, and Ronan Rubenstein shows up at the bar, pops over right next to me, orders himself a drink. I'm going to be like, oh, crap. I better not open my mouth. He says hello to me or something. I'm going to be like, oh, hi, how are you? I'm going to have to do some sort of impression just just so he does not know it's me. He'll be like, you are the beep that mocks me for being bisexual on his stupid podcast. I'd be like, well, Ronan, come on. You kind of asked for it with that lame story about how you told your girlfriend you were bisexual. I couldn't not comment on that. That's like putting a six-pack of Italian beer in my fridge and white boy Malcolm X not touching it. That is not going to happen. Same thing. So I am just going to have to pray, white boy Malcolm X. Please, sweet baby Jesus. Please, 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 please. Please do not put me in the same bar as Ronan Rubenstein if he's out on the prowl come Thursday. But I digress. Then off to San Diego on Friday, although I don't think, well, we may go into Hillcrest at some point, probably on Saturday, maybe for an hour or two before I have to head off to the airport, catch my red-eye flight back to Boston. We'll see. But speaking of my trip to L.A. and San Diego, just a reminder that probably for the next two weekends, this coming weekend, and of course there's Labor Day after that, We'll probably not have a podcast for the next couple of weeks. We may try to sneak one in, but after doing this for just over a year, pretty much every weekend, and for a while there, at least two times a week, I think we deserve a couple weeks off. Give us some time to recharge. Then we can come back fully rested, ready to go, and cranking out those podcasts again. So since I want a short podcast, White Boy Malcolm X, We are just going to go ahead and jump into our news headlines. And this first one, kind of like the last couple of podcasts, this one is for all you virgin pajama boys living in your parents' basement, eyeing up that sex doll in the corner, playing with yourselves, your Pokemon cards, your Playstations, masturbating to Marvel films, freaking out your parents, freaking out the neighbors. This story is for you. And it's from Queerty. Those Girls over at Queerty. Gay Gasp. Is Superman about to come out of the closet? Probably, folks, because I suspect that Gay Robin, and we just reported on that a week ago, Gay Robin is not going to be enough. No, they need more gay in comic books. And actually, folks, that headline is a bit misleading. When I first started reading it, I'm like, What the hell? Superman comes out of the closet right after Robin? That's going to be the gayest hall of justice ever. But apparently, that is not really the case. It appears, and I know you folks who read these comic books, you already know what I'm about to say. But for you folks who don't live in your parents' basement, don't eye up a sex doll in the corner, 
Don't play with PlayStations or Pokemon cards. Don't masturbate to Marvel films. Don't freak out your parents and your neighbors. You may not know what's going on in these comic books. Apparently, though, Superman, Clark Kent, he and Lois Lane hooked up. They did the dirty deed. I don't know how many times. I can only imagine how that was explained in a comic book, but they apparently had a baby together. John Kent. J-O-N. Not the usual spelling. John Kent, apparently, he also is a superhero. He, of course, is Superboy, not Superman. So Superboy is about to come out of the closet, not quite Superman. Although I suspect once Superman dies, John there, he'll get promoted up to Superman. And then at that point, Superboy isn't the latest member of the tribe. Superman is. I don't know about you, White Boy Malcolm X, but I have to say that the way they spelled his name, J-O-N, not J-O-H-N, that gave it away for me. Yes, it did. Who else but a queen would spell their name J-O-N? It's like that stupid hurricane barreling down on New England. Hurricane Henry, but it's Henry with an I. Who would spell their name Henry with an I? A queen. That is who would spell their name like that. We have, in fact, folks, now that I think about it, we have a gay hurricane barreling down on racist Martha's Vineyard, barreling down on the rest of New England. And I know it's a gay hurricane just in how they spelled the name. Same thing with John. Like Jon Snow, and I know this is probably going to get me in a little bit of trouble, especially especially with the virgin pajama boys living in their parents' basement, doing all that weird crap. But look at Jon Snow. He spells his name J-O-N. And if you're like, Meh! Meh! Who the hell is Jon Snow? Folks, Jon Snow was from Game of Thrones. He went up to Castle Black. And no, folks, that is not racist. That is not a castle where they kept all the BIPOC folk. No. In fact, now that I think about it, I think that Castle Black was pretty much filled with just Whitey. Who else would go up to a castle right next to an ice wall? Whitey. Whitey is the only one dumb enough to go all the way up there where it's nice and cold. BIPOC folk, they're like, meh, we'll take the sun, we'll take the warmth. Whitey, you can have the ice wall. But Jon Snow, he goes up to Castle Black. What's in Castle Black? All men. I don't think that was a coincidence that no women were allowed up there at Castle Black. And nobody can tell me that nothing was going on up there either. Yes, I know that he banged the Mother of Dragons many times. Many, many times, now that I think about it. Maybe, maybe he was a, I almost said lazy bisexual, but I caught myself. Maybe he was a bisexual. He's a little too pretty for his own good. He's got the long hair. He's hanging out at Castle Black with all the other men. I would say that the odds are at least 50-50. Something was going on up there. So you virgin pajama boys living in your parents' basement, eyeing up that sex doll in the corner, playing with yourselves, your Pokemon cards, your Playstations, 
masturbating to Marvel films, masturbating to DC Comics. You apparently have another glorious member of the tribe to jerk off to when this comic book comes out. From the Washington Free Beacon, the lucrative business of woke education. Bureaucrats who dictate school standards are also paid to implement them. And this one, it's actually a really interesting article about woke consultants, how they're making huge bank selling this woke garbage. Now, if you're out there and you're like, oh, I can't believe that's happening. Myrtle, fetch me my smelling salts. If you're out there aghast at that headline, I hate to say this. I really do. But you're a complete moron if you didn't know that was going on. You got to remember, folks, woke is all about the Benjamins. That is all they care about. In fact, now that I think about it, I wonder, white boy Malcolm X, and this is rhetorical, sir, you don't actually have to answer it, but I wonder how many houses these clowns have. I suspect, I suspect at least a couple. Everyone knows that the woke folk, they have to have lots of houses to disrupt white supremacy. That we know is a fact. Just spit it out, white boy Malcolm X. You look like you're going to explode over there. I don't know about that one, sir. You think, if I understood you correctly, you think that Patrice Kahn coolers, she might want to get in on this act. It's really good woke money, and we know she's into that. That is your theory, right? Possibly. Possibly she could. They are making good bank, and we know that that woman, she likes the Benjamins. It's a very good possibility. Although, white boy Malcolm X, I hate to disagree with you, but I'm going to do it anyway. I would just see Patrice going, I could consult for money? Nah, that's too much work. I got four houses just for calling Whitey a racist. No thanks, I'll keep my day job. I just don't see Patrice putting in a full 40-hour work week just to collect the woke money. In all seriousness, I just don't see her holding down a 9-to-5 job. Yes, it's woke money. Yes, she still gets to trash Whitey. I just, something about her, to me, and I could be completely wrong, folks, but I just look at her and go, lazy. That's just what pops into my head with her. She'll take the woke money. She'll call Whitey a racist all day, every day. But she's not going to punch a clock for it. She did not found BLM to work a 9-to-5 job. No, she founded that shtick so she could scare the hell out of major corporations to write her huge checks to buy off her silence. She learned at the feet of Jesse Jackson. She saw how rich he got, Al Sharpton got, all those other clowns in the 80s got, screaming racism at the top of their lungs. She just put a 21st century spin on it, scared the living hell out of those companies, to write her checks that Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, all the rest of those folks, they could only fantasize about getting that kind of money. So you woke folk out there, 
enjoy your woke Benjamins, and have fun trashing Whitey in the process. I think, White Boy Malcolm X, I think that we need to get in on this just a little. Not necessarily for the money. I know you have the X trust fund. You don't need the money. But I'm thinking, folks, and just between all of us, but I'm thinking of a woke podcast as a joke. See if anyone catches on to my sarcasm or if they're just like, man, that Miller Frost, he is so woke. He is so down for the struggle. I don't know. We'll have to give that some thought. Maybe one or two just for the hell of it. This next one is from BBC News. OnlyFans porn ban a kick in the teeth for creators. So yes, folks, OnlyFans has had enough of porn on their website. They are saying no more. And let me tell you something. Those, I think they call them content creators. Those content creators, they are really, really, really butthurt about this. They had a whole section about OnlyFans ban hurting the sex worker community. And if you're out there going, Miller, Miller, what the heck is the sex worker community? For you older folks like White Boy Malcolm X and I, you folks, I would say, probably over 40. Back in our day, that was a prostitute or a hooker. But you're not allowed to call them that anymore. No. You got to call them a sex worker. And these sex workers, like I said, they're really butthurt about getting kicked off of OnlyFans. I think it's in October. If you've got a membership or five or ten on that website, watching those young ladies or young men doing whatever they're doing on those cameras, I think you've got about another month or two to enjoy that while you still can. I guess, I guess it's kind of hard being a sex worker these days. I suspect they're probably a little butthurt because they've actually got to go out now and meet their Johns. OnlyFans allowed them to collect the money and all they had to do was fondle themselves on a webcam to get it. That's all they had to do to collect the money. Now, now they got to get off their lazy asses, go back out on the streets, have to meet up with the John, have to actually put out to get the money moving forward. And they actually interviewed a couple of folks for this. One of them was, unfortunately for you and I, White Boy Malcolm X, they went and interviewed a member of the tribe for this stupid article. Tezza Williams, some young queen from Birmingham, England, he is one of those folks that's really, really, really annoyed with OnlyFans for doing this. Apparently, he and his boyfriend, they've been putting out some stuff for him to pay off some debts. I suspect that queen just went shopping. She probably wanted herself some couture, went down and got herself some Chanel, Givenchy, Prada, all that fun stuff, racked up some debts. He's like, oh my, how am I ever going to pay this back? Oh, I'll just get my boyfriend to have sex with me on camera. I can charge creepers money to watch us do it. Not that anyone would ever pay me to do something like that. Okay, maybe like five people with a sick gay obese fetish. And when I say gay obese, folks, I am not saying that I am gay and obese. I am gay obese. 
The straight equivalent is dad bod. But in any case, nobody is going to watch me do that. Even if I look like I'm trying to think of some hot young gaby. Who? Uh, well, he's not a bad looking kid. White boy Malcolm X is saying Tom Daly. Well, he is an Olympic diver. He's too young for me, my personal taste, but I have to say he does look good in his Speedo. So even if I look like that, some hot young little gaby who looks good in a Speedo, even if I look like that, I cannot imagine wanting to do that even if I look like that. If I were some queen who racked up some debt, going onto OnlyFans and having sex with my boyfriend and selling that online, that would never, ever pop into my head. Even if I looked like Tom Daly or Brad Pitt from Fight Club, you folks get the idea. Even if I look like that, going onto OnlyFans to raise money to pay off my debt, that would never, ever, ever pop into my head as an option. That, to me, is just not a viable life plan. For anyone, for that matter. We've had some stories here on this podcast. Some of these women are making enormous amounts of money doing that kind of stuff. This queen, Tezza Williams, he apparently, he apparently pulls in about 4,000 pounds a month. That's not bad money just for banging your boyfriend in front of a webcam. I don't know what to tell you, kids. Sorry, I guess. I mean, you are going to have to find yourself another platform if you want to keep doing that. My thought would be, try to find yourself a better career choice instead of doing that to try to make money. Like that kid, White Boy Malcolm X, there was a, I think he was a nurse in England. That little Twinkie, they only gave him like a 3% raise or something like that. He got really butthurt about it, quit his job as a nurse. He went on OnlyFans and made, I think, more in a month than he made all year nursing. I get the appeal. Don't get me wrong, folks, but that queen He's probably not going to age well. That kind of money is not going to last. I suspect he is pissing that away left and right anyway. He's going to have to go find himself a real job at some point. Probably have to go back into nursing. Something along those lines. Just to earn a paycheck when nobody wants to pay to look at his ass anymore. But you kids have fun. And I suppose enjoy it while it lasts. From Fox Business, Costco shoppers see toilet paper, water shortage amid Delta variant. Speaking of the Delta variant, though, New Zealand, you want to talk about a country run by COVID Karen herself. Their prime minister, Jacinda Ardern, I think that's how you pronounce her name. She locked that entire country down for seven days because one person, one guy, tested positive for the COVID. Now, granted, it was the Delta variant, and everyone has their hair on fire about the Delta variant. But that COVID Karen down under, she locked the whole damn country down over one case. This toilet paper buying thing, though. I forgot to pull the article, but there's a really interesting psychology to it. 
I forgot what it is, but what I think, and don't quote me on this, folks, it's like a control thing, but in a safety kind of way. In a world gone mad, they can control the toilet paper. They can control stockpiling supplies. I totally get why people do it, even if it's a bit irrational and a bit annoying if you're out of something and it's all gone because everyone else is hoarding it. What? Well, that was not my fault, White Boy Malcolm X. Sorry, folks. White Boy Malcolm X called me a toilet paper hypocrite. You're talking about last year, right? That was not my fault. No, seriously, that was not my fault. Quick story, folks. So last, I think it was April or May, I I was running low on toilet paper. I usually buy like a four-pack or a six-pack. That's pretty much all I need at this house. It's just me, not like I need to stockpile it. But I was running low. I was down to like one or two rolls. And so I went to the grocery store to get toilet paper. Well, guess what? There wasn't any toilet paper. I went to the Walgreens. No toilet paper. I went to the CVS. No toilet paper. All the toilet paper in my little town, gone. There was nothing around. So, naturally, I went online to buy toilet paper. And the only thing I could find was this, I think it was, what, 18 or 24 rolls, something way out of proportion to what I actually needed. But that was the only thing I could find for toilet paper. It was like two dozen or nothing. That was my choice. So what was I going to do? I had to have toilet paper, so I bought 24 rolls of toilet paper. And I, yes, I know I look like a hoarder, but I, that was not my intent when I bought that toilet paper. I needed toilet paper if all they were doing was selling in bulk. Nothing I could do about that, sir. Not like you didn't take a couple yourself. And not to trigger you folks into heading back out to Costco, but the Lambda variant, and we have seen whispers of the Lambda variant in some news stories, but the Lambda variant That is out there lurking about. When idiots like the Prime Minister of New Zealand, when they have exhausted their citizens' ability to lock down over the Delta variant, that chick and folks like Creepy Uncle Joe the Hair Sniffer and all the other good control freaks out there, they are going to roll out the Lambda variant for some fresh lockdowns. But that doesn't mean go to Costco and buy up all the toilet paper. You folks will be just fine not having 200 rolls of toilet paper stockpiled in your pantry. This next story, folks. Hmm. Well, first off, it's from Queerty. Those girls over at Queerty. And I, well, I'm just going to say it. Can I call them or what? And if you're out there going, Miller, Miller. What's the damn headline? Would you just read us the damn headline already? Of course, folks. Of course I'm going to read it for you. I just had to tease you a little bit first. So how's this one? Demi Lovato. Yes, folks. They are back. Demi Lovato says they may identify as trans someday. I think it was, I don't know, a month or two ago. And I said that Demi Lovato 
she had about one more reboot that she could pull off. I even made a prediction, partly in jest, but I was also serious when I said that if this latest reboot to non-binary didn't work, that she would try the transgender route to help her reboot her career. Now, it's like, shazam! She's thinking about going trans. Like, we couldn't see this coming from a mile away. I guess I got nothing else. (laughs) I got nothing else to say about this one that I haven't said already. Although, Demi, if you're listening to this podcast, if you think that rebooting to Demi 4.0 is the charm, if you think that's the panacea to whatever ails you, the only thing I have to say to that is, hey, go for it. It's your life. You got to do you, as they like to say, even if you keep changing who you is. No, no, it's four. I think it's four. Sorry, folks. White boy Malcolm X, he was trying to correct me. He's like, it's not Demi 3.0. No, I think it's four. I probably said three at some point. You folks try talking extemporaneously and not flubbing something from time to time. But I might have said 3.0 at some point. But I think it's four. You've got, you've got Demi 1.0, which was just Demi Lovato before all of this. Then she went to Demi Lovato 2.0. She came out as like bisexual or pansexual. And yes, folks, I know that a pansexual is nothing more than a snooty bisexual. But she came out as one of those. Something like that. She just wasn't straight anymore. It's just what all the kids are doing these days. Being heterosexual, meh, that's for losers. So that was her first reboot, but it was Demi 2.0. This whole non-binary, oh, I've got to have funky pronouns, that whole thing, that is Demi 3.0. So her going trans, that is Demi 4.0. If she's non-binary, though, I don't know what she's going to transition into. Elliot Page... He at least went from woman to man. I almost said she there for a second, but I caught myself. I'm in enough trouble with the woke folk without accidentally misgendering anyone. But Elliot was Ellen, and Ellen went to Elliot. If you're non-binary, you're kind of unanchored to one or the other. So I don't know how she's going to pivot to that, unless she still has original hardware, which I suspect is probably the case. So she'll probably go, from non-binary to male. So she's only done three reboots, but she's on Demi 4.0. And I hate to predict this. I really do, folks. I hate to predict this. But, and as an aside, God help us if I'm right about this, but I can see if she doesn't get any traction or very little off of this one, and I mean Demi 4.0, folks, Her coming out as transgender. If she doesn't get any traction with that, second aside, other than Umbrella Academy, I wonder wonder how well Elliot Page's career is going. Just a thought. Just a question. But if Demi Lovato gets zero traction or very little traction off of Demi 4.0 about coming out as transgender after she's already come out as non-binary after she's already come out as pansexual, demisexual, bisexual, 
I don't know which of those she did, but I can see Demi 5.0. Yes, White Boy Malcolm X. Demi 5.0. She comes out, although technically it would be he. He comes out as a heterosexual woman. She goes right back to where she started. Full circle, she comes out and goes, I'm actually a transgender, transgender. I'm actually a heterosexual woman. Even with the look on your face, sir, I can, I can kind of see her doing something like that. Like I say, folks, I hate to be a cynic, but this, to me, is just Demi wanting a lot of attention. She's getting it, don't get me wrong, but it's not panning out for her career like I think she was hoping it would. So I can totally see her just kind of rebooting all the reboots, going back to square one and starting back as a heterosexual woman. Who knows? That may be what it takes to get her career back off the ground. Otherwise, people are like, ah, God, that one, whatever her pronouns are, whatever her gender is, way too high maintenance to keep up with. She's exhausting just to look at. She comes back to being a straight woman. They're like, well, straight celebrity chicks, they're kind of annoying, but way less than she was before. Let's give her music a second chance. But Demi, at the end of the day, honey, whatever makes you happy, but just do us all a favor. Pick something and stick with it for more than two months. You, you princess, prince, non-binary member of the royal family, you are exhausting us trying to keep up with all these different reboots. Pick one, stick with it, done. And for our last news headline, this one, this one is from Pink News. Those girls over at Pink News. Pete Buttigieg, yes folks, that pocket queen Pete Buttigieg, he's back. And husband Chaston, that low-rent queen from Indiana, if you don't know who that is. Those two have become parents. We're overjoyed. And that's a quote from the headline. And do you know, White Boy Malcolm X, who sent me that story? Like, you and I, sir, we are not on top of stuff like this. That's right. Summit Mistress. She sent me that article. Although I think she was taunting me, White Boy Malcolm X. She sent me the New York Times edition, which is kind of woke New York style. But I wanted to get it from the Queens, so I headed over to Pink News. We don't know the gender of the child yet, but I am willing to bet you, White Boy Malcolm X, $10, it's a girl. Don't ask me why, folks, but Queens love little girls. Kind of like lesbians with little boys. I'm not judging it. Don't get me wrong. That just seems to be how things fall out. You've got a couple of gay men. Chances are, not always, but chances are they got themselves a little girl. Lesbians, same thing with a little boy. But can you imagine, folks, can you imagine Pete Buttigieg, that pocket queen, and his low-rent husband from Indiana? Can you imagine those two with a baby girl? If you can't, I certainly can. Ah, uh, Chaston, why is the baby wrapped in Kenty cloth? 
Isn't that racist? No, Pete. If Nancy Pelosi and her twin eunuchs can do it, so can our little Princess Ibrometta. I thought we were going to call her Diana after Princess Diana. That's not what I heard. No, that's what we agreed to, Chastin. Well, that's not what I heard, Pete. Besides, I know that one day she is going to want to identify as black, so I want to name her after Ibram X. Kendi. She is our fabulous, woke little princess. Uh, okay. We can talk about this later. I need to get to work. But can you change the diaper before you go? Ibrametta got the stinky winkies, and I do not like doing diaper duty. Chastin, I am already dressed for work. Like anyone is going to notice baby poo on one of your cheap suits, Pete. It may even make them look better. Certainly smell better. Do you know how bad my car smells, Pete? Having to haul your cheap suits to the dry cleaners every week? My car smells so bad, Pete, that when Princess Ibrametta, she puked in my car because she got motion sickness riding all over those damn potholes between this house and that dry cleaner, I left it in there to mask the odor of your cheap suits. And I think we're done with that one, folks. Man, white boy Malcolm X, those two just non-stop with the arguing. And naming that baby Ibram Etta after Ibram X. Kendi, that is what that low-rank queen from Indiana, that is the name he came up with. I tell you what, folks, I just got to say this before we wrap up this podcast. That child is lucky that they are in that household only because Pocket Queen Pete, he is a low-ranking member of the ruling class. Even after this gig is up, he can probably go on to K Street, become a lobbyist. He'll still be able to make huge bank once he leaves government service. So the money will be there when the time comes for therapy. I can only imagine the therapy bills that are going to be generated from having pocket queen Pete Buttigieg and that low-rank queen from Indiana, Justin Buttigieg, as your parents. That is going to make some therapist a lot of money one of these days. So on that note, since I cannot top these two silly queens starting a family, since I cannot top that, it is time to plug-pull this podcast. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this Sunday podcast of the Miller Frost Show. I am your host, Miller Frost, joined, as always, by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. Have a great rest of your weekend, a great start to your week, and we will see you back here. Well, honestly, I'm not quite sure, but probably in a couple of weeks. In the meantime, take care.